tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Let it begin, Jared. I love that. The scene when he the song's playing in the background and he, he goes to up push up the, the garage. garage door. You kind of picture like what it looked like maybe when the president showed up, like if it could only be that badass. But you know it wasn't. when he went to go let the president out and had to push the garage door back up. Yeah, to let the president exit. Yeah, that would be nice. Everything was tinted, so everything was just dark and just depressing, probably. <laughs> right. Hi. Hi, it's everyone. The Marin After Show for After Buzz TV. I'm Jared Gilkerson, alongside. Come on, give Blake it up. Blake V. I like, I like, I like bringing it. it to you. You have a nice. Like, it, it's better when you say it. I like when you say Blake V. It Blake just sounds v. good. Good cadence. You know, I've been saying it all my life, so comes naturally. Yeah, and hopefully you're watching <laughs> us live on YouTube or later on YouTube or listening to us off of iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Um, we love when you listen and you thumbs up. And you give us criticism. I actually prefer criticism over, you know, kindness. I respond better to criticism. Do you? Do so you now? Give everything to us. Okay, everything. Yeah, um, we're so, expecting it. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Yes. And, Hello. Uh, welcome. Another episode in the book. You can always find me at Gilkerson Radio on Twitter. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake V Media. She's a good follow. So is Jared. One of the best. Oh man, it's just patting true. ourselves on the back today. <laughs> So we're in episode nine already. We are. Yeah. We are indeed. Season three. Yes. Uh, what did you uh, think going in when you, when you just saw the title, like Antidepressed? Did you, were you kind of excited because you knew Mark could play that well or what were you thinking? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if excited is the word, but definitely like I, I could see it going there. Yeah. Like when you see Mark, you know, he plays the kind of like neurotic a uh, person prone to needing some sort of psychological assistance in some capacity. So, you know, it, it made sense to me. Yeah, it, I, was, I was actually getting kind of excited because I knew he could play something like that pretty well. Completely. And he's already kind of neurotic, so you knew they were going to take this episode in some weird way. But we could just jump right into it. Let's do it. Let's I just love get the, there. Speaking of garages, we'll just stay on the whole garage thing. Uh, he meets with his... Is that his manager? Because he has like yes. five managers. Yes, I believe it's his manager, Emily. Yeah, I think her name is Emily. Yeah. Yes, and we found out it's it is Lucy Davis, actress yes, Lucy from Davis. Shaun of the Dead. I know. I, I, I was sitting there. We're sitting there and watching it together and going, I think that's the girl from Shaun of the Dead. Like, she looks completely different. She does, and yeah. I'm like, I'm not sure. Let's look it up. Let's it's find her. that out. Lo and behold, it's her. It's her. And then we heard the accent. Yes, and she usually kind of looked like Baby Spice. She did. She totally did. I'm not sure what spice yes. she looks like now. So she, we, she I just don't know. Still is very lovely. Yeah, she's a lovely, <laughs> lovely woman. She's great as the manager. And apparently they're buddies. I don't know how they know yeah. each other, but like there's pictures online of her and Marin hanging out. Yes. Doing their thing. I know. So. And then how funny to have this opportunity to like have your show and just bring everyone you know on it. Yeah. You know, all your friends, all your comic friends. It's I kind love, of awesome. I love that more comedians are doing that. 
um, back in the day when you had more, I guess, traditional shows like you know, like Seinfeld and and Cheers or whatnot. Yeah, it wasn't like Seinfeld was. He he brought on. He kind of started a little bit. He brought on a few comedians here and there, but. Now, you know, Louie and Marin and all these shows, these guys are just all bringing on their friends. And it's got to be cool for comedians because it's just uh, – it's kind of like musicians. Other musicians will say, oh, my God, there's so many talented artists out there that people don't hear. And there's so many great comedians that people don't hear. Yeah. And it's great that they now kind of have a voice and people can find them. And it's – like all you need is a cameo and a show and then someone to find you on Twitter and, oh, okay, he was funny. I'll go to a show. It's that is cool. completely true. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and it's something about now too. Any type of, of show, whether it be on TV or otherwise, there's just so much – uh, interconnectivity now between the viewers and the comedians themselves. So it's a lot easier to bring on your buddies and your people who are in the same, you know, industry and stuff like that. And then everybody who appreciates comedy or whatever the field is gets a chance to become familiar with everything. It's an awesome time to be, you know, around podcasting and comedy and all kinds of stuff. It's just like there for you. Speaking of comedy and finding really good, uh, like unknown comedians, yeah. I just went to, a stand-up show last night. Where'd you go? Okay, so it was for um, a girlfriend of mine's birthday, the Allison Dean, my my YouTube uh, cohort. Oh, yeah. That's I think right. I saw her pop in today. She did. She said hello to us. Yeah. Yes. My girl, Allison, it's her birthday. And so yesterday, we did a whole extravaganza. Um, here in L.A., one of our buddies, his name is Scott Neary, he has a kind of stand-up sideshow sort of uh, extravaganza that he puts on called Booby Trap. And he had excellent talent at the show last night and some great stand-up people where was just, it um it was right off of temple let's talk about let's get local let's totally get oh, local. downtown downtown oh, okay yeah and it was um awesome and it was just very cool because it was very low-key but like excellent talent like he just he puts this together you know from his soul and brings it to everyone and it was great and there was some really uh, untapped talent, and we were stoked to be yeah. part of it. So, speaking of like your community and untapped talent and new, you know, new, uh, just new things to find out, people are putting on awesome things every single day, and it's just a matter of like getting out there and yeah. finding what people have to offer. But there are so many, uh, great people that have so much to offer. Yeah, it's, I'm a huge comedy fan, and I listen to a lot every day, and yes, you kind of feel like you're in this little, not like it's too cool, but, I don't know. I'm never exposed to the same thing twice. The same story, like the same stories. Yeah, I'll hear comedians tell stories, but like the material is different. And I don't like to hear just stand up material. It's fun when you just hear Patton Oswalt. He was a guest tonight on Marin's mm-hmm. show. When you just hear him talk, just about life. Yeah. And I just like to. I just like people's lives and their stories. So it's cool. And and of course, Mark finally gets some freedom to, you know, make the set the way he wants. He doesn't want a garage set for his stand up. He wants to do something else. So the guy who's producing his show says, okay, I like to give you whatever you want. You're Mark Marin. You have the freedom. Mark's like, wow, this is amazing. He has zero ideas. None. No ideas. So like comedians are always you know, asking for freedom to talk about what they want. And now he just doesn't have his own And, of course, idea. Mark is so quick to complain. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I don't want any of this. And yeah. then when he's given the opportunity to say what he wants, he's like, yeah, don't really I got know. nothing. Got nothing. nothing, yeah. And at this, the same time, he's, you know, has <laughs> no feeling in his hands. He's got the anxiety. He's neurotic. Right. Do you ever have, I, I think everyone has their own kind of hypochondriac days. 
or a little OCD day, just me cleaning my earphones before. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what's kind of acceptable because like some people hide it pretty well. But I mean, you got to have like what's an you have, oh like, I have an, like all okay, of them. What's an ism? Um, like is there something that you you're like. It, it's it, it. You're just not. It's teetering on if it's common or like. Oh, well, I think it's acceptable. But Honestly, I, I get the Marin. I get the tingly body. Yes. And you turn it into a disease, uh, life threatening. Well, I definitely know that it's stress. Yeah. And I feel like uh, there have been times where I've turned it into a life threatening thing, but I get it so much that I know it's not now. It's like I've surpassed the Marin. I'm yeah. like more neurotic than Marin. Imagine that. I totally get the tinglys when I'm super stressed, and then I'm just like, oh man. It's the tinglys. Like Is that I got call it. You I got the tinglys. Yeah. One time I was driving I back from down. Florida. My friend. It you was got the snowing. tinglys. No, it was snowing, and he says I've got the fuzzies, <laughs> and he was hitting the rumble strips in the road in the snow. We're like, you need pull, pull over, or someone else is driving. Is that what you call them? By the way, the rumble strips. Rumble strip. That's what you call them. Yeah. What do you call it? Oh, I didn't know that there was a name for it. I just I just called them those things that make that weird sound what, on your car uh, when you pull. To Alexis, the side. what do you call them? Like rumble. Strips. I didn't know they had a name. I, I I knew they had a name, but I didn't. I can't recall what it is. But I've called them like the rumbles, like strips. Oh. not like rumble strips, but like like the rumblies. I usually call. I would them. Like even though the, that's weird because I would just call them. A, yeah. yeah, I would just call yeah. them rumbles strip skins. Rumble strip skins. <laughs> rumble. Strip skins. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Skins? I have the perfect. I have the perfect. Rumble the, strip oh no! Skins. It's, it's an excuse. Yeah, I like this. There we go. We took it there. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know that's had a name. Yeah, I like when people have these different. I thought you were going to have some like my What's friends. What's your back neurosis? Oh God! Oh, Wait. you've got all of them too. I, you got the germ, a germaphobe thing. Okay, and I think it's. I I like to think I err on the side of just kind of good judgment. Okay, but there definitely are some times where it's like you take it a little crazy. A little yeah, I'll extreme. admit to things. Little like if the hand sanitizer is in the building. Like in my office building, chances are I'm going to use if it's there. I'm using it. Okay. Like if I'm going to go eat lunch and I just touch like a doorknob, uh-huh. I'm, I'm using the hand sanitizer. Okay, fair enough. Is that enough. odd? Uh, no, I mean I don't okay. think that's super. I just feel odd. weird that people can go to lunch and just immediately sit down and they've been working all day and ah. and now and then just eat with their hands. Nope, yeah. Nope. Nope. Honey bunches and nope. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you saying nope? Like disagree? Yeah. Like with literally me? nope. Like I can't do that. Like yeah, I can't sit, sit there down. and eat or do something and then about to sit down and like stuff my face with food. It's like weird. it's really mm-hmm. gross. Like especially like since I engineer here, there's like hundreds of people who come in and out of. Yeah. place so me like shaking people's hands or giving hugs and then it's like sit down i'm like no and like yeah. i'll get up and, and don't like, you get that feeling on your hands too like when it's been a couple hours or you've touched a ton dirty. of things it's like a grubby feeling on your hands and you're just like oh i can't deal with life it's all too dirty and crazy in here wow that's that I, oh my gosh do we have a caller this could you know Hello. oh my god I, there was someone calling in and it looked like yeah. that we needed to answer so I was it, like okay. well you know it's we, time quick things before we get into it here What's first happening? of all look at this guy he's just taking over time. I'm trying to watch the After Buzz Marin show what's that sorry wait oh, sorry we just jumped right into it I heard that we had a caller on the line and I wasn't sure who we had on who who do we got uh, my name is Jason oh it, hi it, Jason <laughs> how are you thanks for calling we're great. Well, thank you for We're having me. I was just saying that you guys came on a little bit late, and I wanted Wayward Pines to wrap it up. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know? we've, we've got a but message also, for I'm them. Like, I've got to agree with Jared. They are rumble strips. Yeah, well, okay. I think I, we're all agreeing. Go. Yeah. I think, I think what Blake was trying to say was that she just didn't know. She I never, never heard the, the name. name for them. Yeah. 
Never knew the name. So, it's like bubbler back yeah. east. Like people in Boston call call the drinking fountain a bubbler, a and bubbler. I've never heard that. Well, no, it's not actually bubbler. It's bubbler. Oh yeah, sorry, bubbler. <laughs> the bubbler. Jason, Jason, you go over to water bubbler. Yeah, I'm going to water bubbler. <laughs> I like I like this guy. No, this is great, Jason. <laughs> He's full no, of full of knowledge. Oh man, dogs. He's very upset about this. Dogs. Yeah. You, okay, so you're okay. <laughs> I'm hearing. Do- okay, this is kind of fun because we never get call. We, we've got. We've had one caller before. And it's kind of fun. I encourage everyone to call up. Check my Twitter. Check my Facebook. I got the number on there. Call in. We'll talk some Marin. Jason, yeah. what's what's yeah. going on with Marin tonight? Or what what do you like about the season? What's going on? Just talk some Marin. I tell you what. I need more cats. <laughs> You need more okay. cats. Okay. He's, do you, I'm do you have here, cats? I'm looking at my cat. His name is Gizmo. He's a hell of a guy. And Gizmo. we want more cats. What, uh, this, okay. I'm, I, okay. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of, I lean more cat than, than dog these days. Uh, um, okay. Well, I'm, okay, <laughs> now I'm frustrated. Because, By the way, I just want to say before you continue, I love my byline. What's it? What's that? I love my byline. Oh, you, you're watching oh, live because you love cats, right? Yeah. That, we yeah, assume that's true. that that was me. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's talking. He, he got he got a chance to chit chat with our with our engineer beforehand, and he was love just it. raving about cats <laughs> and uh, loving the cats. Well, we need more cats. Yeah. Well, it, Mark used to be he used to have Boomer on the show. He did, and then Boomer's either dead or lost. He's missing, and yeah. he's incorporated him into the ending of the show. His production oh, tagline: yeah, yeah. "Boomer lives." Boomer lives. That's right, Jason. Okay, you said yeah. you're a cat guy, and most cat people have some kind of horrific story. Like, <laughs> is there like a cat, like a ridiculous cat story or something like that you have? Like um, losing you know, a cat. I've had, I've had the giz. I call him the giz. I've had the giz, giz for about uh, six <laughs> years now, and uh, I did have a story about three or four months ago. I lost him. <gasps> oh no. Yeah. How for how long? How long was he missing? Like, how long was he missing for? Yes. Silence. <laughs> how long? Oh, I, I thought I thought I thought she asked me a question. I'm sorry. Yeah, how long? She said uh, how long? But, come on, Blake. He was gone for twelve hours. Twelve hours. That's a long time. I don't know where he was. Is that I know. that's a that's a horribly long time. So when's yeah, the, when's wanna, the teetering go ahead, point? Go ahead, Jared. Yeah, it's my it's my show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, when's the when's like the tipping point with a cat? Like when it's like, oh no, I'm never getting them back. Like, is it like how many hours or days? Sundown, sunset. I think it was. I gave it about. Uh, well, here's the thing: is I lost them overnight, so I didn't <gasps> realize it was gone until when I woke up the next morning and I'm checking the food bowl. Here, kitty, kitty, you know, like you don't do. You don't call and, him. Like, uh, you, don't call, you don't say that. And he wasn't there. I think he, he does. Wasn't there. So then I walk. I'm walking around in the yard, and I, or you know, in the neighborhood, and I'm like, oh god, cat's gone. And you start mentally preparing for the cat being gone forever. Yeah, I'm just picturing a guy. I'm just picturing Jay. Like the overnight <laughs> is the worst, though. That's the worst type of yeah. missing. I feel like oh boy, was outside the whole night. Yeah, no, that's terrible. Because there's coyotes and thieves and all kinds of things that can hurt a cat. And Co- coyotes and I mean, thieves. <laughs> that's like a song. Is that, is that like a share song or something? Hashtag I coyotes and thieves. Though, because my neighborhood is very. Um, Blake's alone looking for white. So I knew oh, yeah. no one's going to want to steal a cat. Okay. You know, it's a very Jewish neighborhood, too. So oh. I figured, you know, okay, if We're I don't steal anything, it's going to be my, my my emergency menorah for my Jewish friends come There over. you have it. So I, was, if anybody's not going to steal a cat, it's a white Jewish person, I, right? Exactly. <laughs> I, I thought I, my whole tipping point is at like two hours and you're like, I got to get a new cat. 
Oh, that's yeah. all you're going to give it, huh, Jerry? Yeah, okay. Yeah. You give up so easily. Oh, you do. This guy's passionate about his cats. I, I love it. I love it. Um, I'm a cat dude as well. Yeah? yeah? A cat dude. Yeah. That's right. Do you have one? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, What's I do. What's her name? Her name is Whittles. Whittles? <laughs> Whittles with a W. Oh, Whittles. That's, Whittles. Eerily, that's eerily close to a family that was named in the movie Jury Duty with Pauly Shore. <laughs> really? Yeah, he, he, he oh, lived in a trailer God. park, and next door was uh, the Woodalls. Oh, the Woodalls. Yeah, sorry, no, no. continue. Yeah, this is well, def- definitely Jason, cat, pipe down. <laughs> Jason, pipe down. She's talking. Sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jason. We don't, we don't mean to cut you off here. Uh, my cat's name is Whittles. Yeah, and every time I take her to the vet, they love her name, and they're always like, oh, Whittles. And that's that's you know that's part of the gizmo appeal. whittles yeah I kind of like hu- uh, no. human names how often do you take your cat to the vet well you know this like is, uh, annually I don't know she, does, I I keep her up to date <laughs> how dare you sir no mange for my whittles I question <laughs> you know I'm looking out for your best interest yeah I mean I vaccinate my cat do you vaccinate gizmo the giz does the giz have the mange? Proper inoculations, yeah. Good. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear oh it. Oh, my God. Good. Glad to this hear it. This is great. This is great. Although, the, the end result actually was a blessing in the sky, so we want to you know, bring it all the way back to the cat being lost story. When I found him underneath my building, I was like, well, okay, I'm freaking out, freaking out. You know, what's wrong with him? Did he, did he, get, did he have a like, tetanus now? Did he get bit by something? So I took him to the vet. Lo and behold, homeboy's got gingivitis. <laughs> no! So, oh, jeez. So How's the plaque situation? Oh, And man. they had to remove a molar. Oh. Oh, my so God. So it's lucky that I took Sometimes it's necessary. Be, you know, yeah. Toothless right now. I hope right. this yeah. whole time it's he's just talking about like just a wooden cat. He's just a crazy man. <laughs> it's not even a Los real Angeles. cat. He's just stroking a wooden. Yeah, yeah. our producer Alexis. Was... Fake. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, our it's producer Alexis is going right to chime now. in. Uh, no, I was I was literally going to say that I also had a cat a long time ago, oh, no. and uh, <laughs> he was named Zoidberg after the Futurama. Yeah, because nice. uh, the way his uh, spots moved, it looked like a lobster claw. <laughs> So oh, I call nice. him Zoidberg, and also anytime that he used to wow. meow as a kitten. We're getting very deep right now. We are. Um, anytime he used to meow as a kitten, it always sounded like he was going, woo, 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 but he was like, woo, 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 Oh my God, cute. Wow. Yeah. That's adorable, Wait, Alexis. Are they all, now, is Zoidberg he was, he dead? Was, he was 16 years old. He was old. Oh, wow. Oh, he had a good life. Wait, he had so a very... who's the third part of the party here? Oh, I'm Alexis. I'm the oh, producer yeah. behind Our producer, the... off yeah. camera. Off camera. Oh. The lovely, beautiful, wonderful I'm, Alexis. I'm the one who's switching cameras yeah. right now. There you we go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're also directing. Yeah, she is. She's producing. She's directing. She's, she's in our, charge she's of the whole show tonight. Now, I think that she should He's... prove that she doesn't have a face for radio and come out behind <gasps> the camera. She is gorgeous and beautiful. Oh, thanks. I agree. She, I think she I can should. turn on my camera. I, oh, yeah, do yeah, it, girl. Yeah. Do it. You, yeah, turn on the your camera. world needs. I to like see. this show tonight. This show has gotten pretty just random. This is fun. I always encourage people to to. Chime in. Can we get a nice shot of uh, yes, yes, Alexis? Of our lovely our, producer. Because our, our caller wants Keep to see. Keep in mind, I'm on like a four minute delay. Oh, right shut up. <laughs> All right, that's me. Yeah. Hello. Hey, so you'll see hi, her. I'll, I'll be sure to react in five minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll keep it on my face for a little bit. But Jason, yeah. oh, thanks for, Jason, we appreciate you calling in. We love when the fans get to chime in. And, hey, uh, thanks for having me, guys. And it's, I, I think I got your Twitter from earlier. I think uh, Alexis got it. It's at Jason Carapesi on Twitter. Yep, I'm about to put it up there. I have a very original handle. Yeah, it sounds can't be very creative. As, as media related yeah. as us, radio and, and media over here. So uh, I yeah. like just a straight yeah. name. So take, hey, there she is. 
Now I see her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. I love this reaction time. <laughs> Fantastic. I feel like I'm in a cobble. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's okay, happening. Jason, you're a character. Hi, this is great. Jason, you should think about hosting your show. Seriously, consider it. Yeah. Come on over to Afterbase. Okay. This is great. Oh, man, I have recommendations already. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you can call in next week. We'll actually talk about the show. <laughs> <laughs> Not every week we can talk about the show, you know. Jason, um, we're, cut, we're cutting you off. Nice to meet you, Jason. Thanks for calling. Bye, Jason. Likewise. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, that was lovely. <laughs> I love it. See, that was totally lovely. Was I love great. I love when you know we had that one caller a couple weeks ago that talked about uh, Doctor Drew because yes. he was on, and it's I just I, I like when people call up and they don't want to talk about specifically the storylines. Like he just wanted to talk about the lack of cats, and the yeah. look look where it just took us took us on an adventure of cats. It's great, and, these and tangents Zoyberg. are great. That's yeah. what uh, that's what Mark Maron does for us. It expands brings us joy. Yeah, brings us joy. Yeah. Expands our horizons. Yeah. We could jump back in, I guess. We could hit some yeah. highlights. Um, basically, it comes down to Mark. He's just, he's hyper, he's neurotic, he's he's on a date with a model. He's so he's, neurotic that he's just completely self-involved and cannot pay attention to a single other person in his in his midst. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. like, but then it's, the model is loving it. Like, she's, it's, she's like, it's oh, a I've turn never, on. I've never had someone play hard to get. Yeah. So he's just not interested uh, I love the doctor scene. First off, because the doctor oddly looked like Marin in 30 years. Okay, he looked like a combination of Marin's father yeah. and oh, no. Michael Douglas. Yeah, my, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I see it. I see it. But, like, he totally did. He was kind of hitting on a few things that was hilarious because whenever like doctors do tests with you, sometimes a lot of them feel just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And so he was hitting on that. But he's also hitting on like when you go there, he's just already in his boxers. You know, he's already in his, his, his undies. That's and right. And the doctor's like, why'd you take your clothes off? Yeah, he's and I like, think, it's not that goes, serious I thought yet. you were supposed to. Like, that yeah. was his answer. Okay. That's hilarious. I don't know if this puts me in the same neurotic category yeah. as Mark. I'm sure it does. But um, I feel like that's the thing now. I don't know if you've been to a doctor recently. But if I've hey, been now. to a doctor in the... <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Are you saying I'm due? I feel, <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. They'll like what? barely look at you or barely analyze anything and yeah. just be like, no, you're fine. Like you could be dying inside and they're like, no, you're fine. Inside. Inside because it's not an well, external situation. That's why he asked situation. for the MRI. Hell he demanded yeah. an MRI. I, would, I think I have done that too. <laughs> have you demanded an MRI really? <laughs> I think so. Have you ever got one of those, a like CAT scan or MRI? Yeah. And not- it's just that annoying, like he would say like the clicking and yep. it was, it was, yeah. Yes. Was I've totally had a CAT scan and, totes. uh, totes, totes mm. CAT scan. <laughs> Totes. And, uh, yeah, I feel like I've had to demand any sort of uh, additional care. I feel like I've not gotten proper care. Oh, I'm with you, Mark. I've not gotten proper I don't know care what, I don't either. Know what, this, is, this has now become some kind of health care show. We need Dr. Drew here. Like, he visited Marin a few weeks ago. We need him here on AfterBuzz to uh, help. But I prefer that doctor <laughs> over uh, the one that gave him the antidepressants. Is it? I say, when it's when it's antidepressants, I say antidepressants, not right. antidepressants. Do you, what, what are you I saying? think I say anti- yeah. Depressants. But it's kind of the same thing as like Caribbean or Caribbean. Yeah. It depends on how you're saying it. Yeah. Like if you're talking about the Pirates of Caribbean. Yeah. I, I would feel say like we Caribbean. We always talk about pronunciation on this show. We might. It's probably me. We're very. I bring it up. We must be grammar fans. I won't here. do the schedule or. <laughs> yeah, schedule. That's very schedule. British. Yeah, schedule or. Uh, rarely caramel. But. Um, <laughs> but. 
But when it comes to the antidepressants. The antidepressants. And, but that doctor was just, the, the doctor tries to be too funny and too clever. That whole conversation was giving me anxiety. I couldn't I watch it anymore. Because Mark's just like pointing at the, the prescription. He's like, just, yeah. just write it. But I, I prefer a doctor that's a little colder and more straightforward. I would yeah. hate to have a doctor that thinks they're funny. I would. I prefer kind of a doctor who's a dick. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I don't know so much about a dick, but uh, just give it to me straight. We're serious. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like your health is yeah. important, and when you have like well, a jokester, you know, trying yeah. to make light with you, you're yeah. like, no, 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 no. This is yeah. serious. What's going on here? Yeah. Make me at ease. <laughs> um. And what was funny about the doctor giving the prescription to Mark was I noticed that not only was he funny, or he thought he was, yeah. but in you the middle, funny. Uh, no. maybe, but <laughs> but in the middle, he's like, "Oh no, this is the way it is." Trust me, and that is such a peeve of mine. You I hate, hate when, when people, people say, say "trust me." Yeah, when it's a stranger, you've I've never n- thought about it. Oh my god, when it's a stranger you've never met in life, and they're just like, "Trust me." Well, trust me. I'm like, I don't I know. I can see you. if you're at a bar and no. getting like a drink, and someone's no. like, "Hey, trust me." Like, what that, are, that's weird. What are doctors and politicians omnipotent? Like, are you just going to be like, "Well, they're oh yes, I'll trust you." You could slap a lawsuit on a doctor, I would think, right? Yeah, but then what kind of hassle is that? Then you have to like find a lawyer who's yeah. going to take it. Then you have to pay money for the for the uh, you know to retain oh him. You are and then you have neurotic. to take off work, and then Look you have this. to like go to court and like fight this. I'm on the bandwagon with Mark. <laughs> I uh, thought about this stuff. <laughs> wow. Wow. And no, I don't trust the doctor. No. Or anyone ever. else who says trust. Well, anybody who says trust me. It's kind of like someone who has to really like uh, sell themselves before you've gotten a chance so to know. Too hard. Like if I came to you and I was like, hey, I'm the I'm the world's best supermodel and I've traveled the world and it's amazing and I make a million dollars. Don't you like, believe me? You Wouldn't you be like, like that? I don't know. You put your hand on your hip see, and do And that. I move like this. Yeah. And I'd be like, hey. I'm like, models don't do that. <laughs> like, they don't. But yeah, that is true. People trust me, Jared. Trying to trust oversell me. Themselves. This is what happens. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, yeah. A little bit of an oversell. I don't do yeah, well. I, agree. I don't do well with the oversell. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, we kind of get into the part of Patton Oswald, which the, it seems like every time they do this part of the show, um, Sometimes you can kind of see who's maybe trying to act and who's not. The, and I, I, I probably say it every week, but I think this one just took a step up. This conversation between him and Patton about uh, it just started off with being how Marin's obsessed with reading uh, psychology books, and it's like his twilights. It's like, oh, what's the new thing? Like, I got to read the new like psychology text. And then it got into them seeing Pulp Fiction twenty years ago, and you knew that was a real story. Yeah, like that has. I mean, if I, I did you believe? I believe they actually. did I that. totally believed it, and I. Lo- that's the highlight of the show for me is that little glimpse into the mm-hmm. podcast because I love Marin's podcast. I know that we're both fans of it, and I love how he peppers that into the show Ooh, and just peppers. bring peppers. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he just peppers it in there. Yeah, uh, and it's great because we see like a little highlight of of like the behind the scenes. Yeah, it's, and it feels. Like, you can t- kind of tell the parts, like, where, where Mark was being a little neurotic and kind of like, ah, oh, my hands. Like, that's the, the show. You know, like, oh, back to the, the show. Yep. But then when they're talking about seeing the movies together and him, one of the best quotes in this <laughs> this whole thing was when he said, when Patton said, uh, uh, sorry, Mark told Patton that, uh, are you burning this, like, are you going to burn the script that you're working on? And when they went to go see Pulp Fiction, he's like, are you finally going to burn that script? And he said it, it was delivered so well. Patton as a comic was like, 
you nailed it, but why did you have to nail it? Because it just hurt. It hurt his feelings. It just hurt <laughs> right. so bad. Like, why did you have to nail it? But you right. nailed it. And I love how he admits. Like, a comic will always admit, a good comic will always admit, like, damn it, that you got me with Pat's that. Pat's good at that, too. Yeah. Like, he does that all the time. It's like self-deprecating, but to the right point. Right. Yeah. Because it's true. Yeah. Yeah. A little <laughs> truth in there. There's some truth in there, but yeah. it's 20 years ago, and it's who right. cares. And, and Patton probably can admit that he was a little... Yeah. Like Weasel, and he was addicted to movies, and we were talking about that earlier. How he was addicted to movies back in the day, and he's totally yeah, and like it. the thought process behind it, because he even said, you know, like his his obsession was such that he felt like he needed to watch every movie that he possibly could so that he could become a director. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I wonder what that connection is. Like, why would you decide that you need to see every movie ever yeah. to become a director? Plenty of directors don't see he's all the just movies being in the young world. And yeah, over eager. Then he realizes that other people in the theater are just sad and depressed. Yeah, he's like, this is not the approach that I need to. Take. I'm glad he changed. I mean, he 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 can play a, a really good depressing character. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it in the movie. Um, uh, it's called Big Fan. I haven't. Go, see Big Fan. He just plays an obsessed Giants fan. Okay, but it's like he still lives with his mom, and it's just, and he actually gets in a fight with one of the players and consumed for millions, but doesn't want to because he doesn't want the team to suffer. And it's, Aww. but he plays this. Conflicted. You'd hate just... him. You hate him, but it's like you're like, oh, this, oh, like this yeah. idiot. Oh. But it's he plays it so good. So maybe he's taking some real life experience. That kind of makes me think of the character that he played in King of Queens. God, as I Kevin James' he was buddy. In that. Yeah, and he played like that exact character, oh like the guy God. who lives with his mom yeah. and who's just kind of like can't get oh life God, a, together a on queen, his own. A King of Queens reference tonight. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I love actually, King of Queens. Did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I liked uh, Leah Remini. Is that her name? I love her. I liked her in Saved by the Bell, the the, the beach. <laughs> oh, we're taking it back now, Jerry. beach stuff. We're what taking it, it back. The, what was it Hawaii? I th- uh, I, was it Hawaii? I don't know. I don't know, but I remember her on it. Yeah. I loved Leah Remini and Kevin James together. They are one of my all-time favorite wow. on-screen couples yeah. for sitcom purposes. Okay. Uh, only bested by Roseanne and Dan. Oh, my God. Roseanne and Dan you got Connor. White trash Anyone? In you. Anyone? Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! That was on. My, I they, okay. I do love John Goodman, and he's uh, the best. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a huge Roseanne fan. Sorry. Yeah. Huge. Huge. God, I can't think of a favorite. Uh, I'll just say Jerry and Elaine because they were never really. But they together. were never like a couple. That was the point. I, that's why I kind of liked it. Okay. Because they could kind of mess with each other, but okay. it was never serious. I, I never liked. You didn't have like a couple. I didn't want a couple. I don't want to see. I don't want to. <laughs> Having an endearing moment while I'm watching a sitcom or a comedy. Why? I, no, I don't want it. Oh, Jared. Want it. No feelings. Jared. I don't know what those are. <laughs> um, Keep those far away. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to be involved. But we'll try to wrap this up cleanly, as cleanly <laughs> as possible. Um, we had some Eddie Pepitone tonight. Comedian. We did. He's a famous LA comedian. I had to remind myself like Eddie Pepitone. But he's been in like the L.A. comedy scene for a long time. Yes, and he must be really good buddies with Mark yeah. because they highlighted him in last season. Yeah, it was one yeah. of the last episodes where they go to visit him out in the desert in his trailer park home. And they're kind of like sad for his existence. He's like a struggling comic. And they go to visit him and he dies. Yeah. He's well, dead now in his he comes trailer. back as the ghost. He's he got does. the chains and everything. The ghost of Stu. Um, yeah, ghost of Stu. <laughs> uh, I just keep seeing my note. Nobody wants a funny doctor. Just get rid of it. I already said that, Jared. That's um, the uh, that's the main theme of, of tonight. Yeah, nobody wants a funny doctor. Yeah, that could be a name of the episode. Yeah, uh, Mark <laughs> eventually dumps all the pills because he's he's like I don't need to be seeing these visions and and Not I, worth I, it. I, I I have a model half naked in my bedroom. I need to go and and figure this thing out. <laughs> Handle that. So I think he just realizes he's just a neurotic guy and he was just kind of having a freak out week and he's fine. 
Yeah. Who doesn't have that? Right. He right? recognized it. He yeah. dealt with it. He got a model. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. If only everyone's story ended like that, right? He got a model. If only everyone got the model. Yeah. Right? Ugh. <laughs> Life. Did you oh, uh, have a favorite part of the episode quickly? Like anything that really I, I mean, did liked, you like the patent stuff? I love the patent stuff. Yeah, yeah because I love the, all the podcast moments. Those are definitely my favorite. Yeah. Those are easily my favorite. Um, I like... I like Mark's little quips, how, like, uh, for example, I think probably outside of the podcast, my favorite moment was when he was uh, talking to Andy Kindler on the couch, and he was completely self-involved with his own issues, and Andy was, like, talking to him about things and asking him questions or whatever, and all he could be is like, oh, me, 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 Uh, these bagels over here, are we eating these? What's happening? (laughs) Well, kind of, that kind of goes to my point I'll make very quickly. Um, He always said, uh, when Patton wraps it up, he goes... Uh, your your fans are de- depending on you to talk about yourself. Like, yeah. don't let them down. And, it's true. And they both can realize that Mark, on his podcast, can get out. Like, he just talks about himself like a little too much sometimes. But it's fun because he's just kind of trapped in his own head. Right. And they had this moment in the show where they it just seemed like a genuine laugh between them, the two of them. Like, I understand. Like, they kind of jabbed at each other about like burning your script twenty years ago. And he's like, Yeah, get back to your podcast where you just talk about yourself all the time. So totally, I we but both think, enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, and think about it for Mark too. I mean, he's got like the best job. Yeah. He does what he does, talking about himself. Wouldn't you just want to talk about yourself all day long? Let's do it. I would love to talk we, about myself it, all day long. We did it half the time today. We did. Cats we did. and <laughs> neuro neuro. What do you say? Neurosis. Neuroses. 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 Let's let's put a bow on this. Where can people find you <laughs> on, on uh, Twitter and all that? So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Blake V Media, and you can also find me on YouTube on my YouTube show Winos and Onesies. Every Wednesday there's new episodes, so check it out. It's a great show. Thumbs up on that show. I'll keep Tons giving of fun. a thumbs up. Give some thumbs up on our show on YouTube. We always love it. Give us some comments. Tell me what we're doing wrong. Tell how much you hate me and my terrible haircut. Especially how much you hate Jared. Yeah, Especially. and how bad. I mean, the Mohawks bad already, but <laughs> with this getting mashed down, this is a lump on the front of my head. It's terrible. <laughs> But you can find me at Gilkerson Radio on Twitter, and we will see you next week for episode 10. See ya! From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Boom. Boom. You later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 